0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard As we strap ourselves in for a big week of old firm build-up Douglas Park steps down as Rangers chairman To be replaced by John Bennett Ange Postacoglu says Celtic are targeting a record points tally this season And Aberdeen's Duke is the player of the month I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me this evening you've got Simon Donnelly And Gordon Diel Gordon Diel, this part of the world on shows like this Lives for weeks like these Yeah after an exciting weekend of football Gordon uh, It's all eyes looking forward now to the weekend A great weekend coming up And it starts 12.30 at Celtic Park uh, The big one Celtic v Rangers But after that there's a lot of important points to be won You know teams try to get in that top six Teams try to get out the relegation battle Lots to play for Looking forward to it I think we'll have a busy week And obviously big breaking news tonight That Douglas Park chairman Rangers steps down After three years in charge yeah, and even bigger news, um, substitute for the most famous duo in, uh, on the radio tonight. Listen, mate. How are you feeling? Big pressure. Under pressure. I think you can handle it. I'm delighted I'm actually standing next to a guy who got picked for the Legends game. Right? <laughs> Travel down there. Yeah. You've got the tracksuit, he's got it on the night. He's not the off since he back. Exactly. So I'm delighted to be actually with a Celtic legend. 01419511025. That is the number you need to get in touch tonight. If you're talking specifically today's news, then obviously, before we came on air Rangers fans Douglas Park steps down as chairman replaced by John Bennett what's your reaction to that what's your gut reaction to the news how do you then look back on the body of work that Douglas Park has done in his time as chairman and I guess as an investor prior to that uh, and where does the club go from here then looking forward so Rangers fans give us your thoughts right now 01419511025 in terms of the football well doesn't come much bigger than this This week what a build up we've got We can start getting stuck into the, the old bravado The bragging rights Who's going to do this Who's going to do that Which player should play What are the team selection dilemmas We can start all that Why not We can ramp it all up Give us a call 01419511025 And if you look outside Glasgow Hearts fans What's happening there There seems to be uh, A crisis brewing Which might seem strange For a team that's third in the table um, but you know the way things are these days So why not give us a call there Aberdeen fans Or anyone else who's interested in this guy by the way Duke is the player of the month Is he the best player outside the top two? That might be one for you to come on and share your thoughts with And I'm sure we'll try and get round to that a bit later on 01419511025 I, I remember saying this for the, the, the previous meeting of the side Simon Early in the season When the big two met for the first time it came a couple of days after the Champions League There was almost no chance to, to really build up all week Because they, yeah. they had big games midweek uh, And then the one at the New Year Well, let's be honest Everyone's still digesting their turkey And then onto their steak pie and whatever uh, And you don't get the same build up there But for the previous one And for this one It's just like it's week long It's wall to wall And everyone gets themselves in a, a frenzy For the days that lead up to it Yeah, and, our, and the referees get released today as well <laughs> So are the ref and the assistants uh, and that hyped it up even more. Yeah, listen, it's, it's a big game coming up. They all are big. These games, God will tell you, he's played in plenty of them over the years. Uh, but it's, it's, a, it's a big one because Celtic can obviously go and, I think, put the league to bed at the weekend. And the other side of the coin is if Rangers were to get a result, 
you know, it, it would change everything. You know, this since come back for the World Cup, it's been toe to toe. The 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 gap's still there at nine points. Uh, the incentive is there for both both clubs. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I think it's a massive weekend, um, especially for Rangers because if there's any chance, any hope of staying in this title race, they've got to go to Celtic Park and pick up three points. Celtic are firm favourites to win the league. I think we'll agree that, Gordon. Not just the fact they're nine points. The goal difference is very, very uh, huge indeed. So that's another point to them. So if Rangers have to give their fans any hope, they have to get three points this weekend. Breaking news today though Douglas Park stepping down as Rangers chairman So Rangers fans Give us your thoughts right now please 01419511025 I know Gordon DL Simon Donnelly They're obsessed with the football match itself uh, At the weekend But let's take a look at that news story If you like today uh, With our reporter Andrew McLean Who joins us uh, on the show Andrew A brief outline of the facts I guess For anyone who uh, has missed it so far today yeah, as you mentioned there, Gordon, it was just over an hour ago, a statement came out from the club that revealed that Chairman Douglas Park was stepping down from his role with immediate effect. That's after three years in that role. He stepped in in March of 2020, just around uh, the time of the start of the coronavirus pandemic, replacing Dave King. He was a director before that as well. He was actually part of the three bears that helped wrestle control of the club back from Mike Ashley, which supporters will certainly remember Park fondly for. There are some quotes as well in the statement. He said it's been a great honour to serve the club as director and chairman. He goes on to say, during my eight years in office, we endured extraordinary pressures. I'm glad we've stabilised and strengthened the club and it's now time for me to hand over the baton to a new chairman for the next stage in the club's development and it now means that that chairman will be John Bennett. The Rangers board have unanimously agreed for him to step up from his role as vice chairman. Um, Timing-wise, how would you assess the timing and I suppose... The, the the Rangers fans as well. How we're, we're about to find out how they'll how they'll take the news, if you like. But what's the what's the the sort of gut feeling or the the original um, the initial outpouring, sorry, of reaction to that side of things? Yeah, I think there has been a, quite a bit of surprise amongst Rangers supporters. I, I think there had maybe been some murmurings over the past year that this was potentially coming at some point, but. You know, you, you see people in high positions at clubs sometimes announce that they'll step down at the end of the season, give a bit of notice, but he's deciding to bow out now. I'm sure we'll find out more going forward. But you wonder, with the pressure there's been on those high up at Rangers, not specifically directed towards Douglas Park, but at Ross Wilson and at Stuart Robertson, we've seen the protests at several games. You wonder whether that could potentially be a factor. But as I say, uh, timing may reveal more on that. Again, the Rangers fans are about to tell us I can see the calls coming in Which I'm all for So 01419511025 How will the Douglas Park era be looked upon, Andrew? Because I had a quick look through social media Like everyone does And for lots of tweeters Which is not always the best representation But there's almost like an air of celebration But lots of Rangers fans seem to want change And they're frustrated because of where they are in the league at the moment uh, and how far they've fallen behind Celtic And they want some sort of change And therefore seem to be sort of happy If you like by that news But then every now and then There's somebody pointing out that Well the chairman is not necessarily The day to day runner of the club It's also someone who heavily invested financially In the football club And therefore if you were to sort of Assess where the club sits today Versus when Douglas Park started his investment that might give you a, a broader representation of the job done. 
Yeah, certainly. I mean, Rangers were in the championship when Douglas Park took over. And if you have to sort of point out two main successes on the park, you look at where Rangers were then. One of the biggest successes has to be that title at the end of the 2020-21 season. First of all, how much it meant to the club, but also stopping Celtic from winning 10 in a row, going unbeaten in that league season as well. The big thing, getting back, getting Rangers back to the top of Scottish football at that point for the first time in over a decade. So that did feel like a huge moment for the football club. You then look to last season and you know being the chairman as Rangers reached a fifth European final in their history. We know it was a, a bitter end for supporters with the way that the game went against Eintracht Frankfurt, but you know the memories and more importantly for the club as well, the financial implications were absolutely massive, especially after missing out on Champions League football as well. The club statement also references that he led significant investments in the infrastructure at both Ibrooks and Ockenhowie, the training ground as well. But you know, like anyone in, in a high position, there will be criticisms. I think one of them will certainly be the fact that Rangers didn't kick on from that title success at the end of the COVID season. There had been a lot of talk about Rangers supporters that they'd maybe stood still. They maybe didn't spend enough money in that summer. And that is something that, you know, is quite often labelled at the chairman. That's something that Rangers fans will still look back on and be annoyed about, especially look at uh, when you look at what's happened since then as well it's fair to say he wasn't universally popular amongst you know rangers fans because fans group club 1872 they hold a, a 5% stake in the club they voted against his re-election as chairman last year and you look at the sort of wider context of things as well i, th- I think it's probably fair to say that he's maybe not the most popular when it comes to the spfl either because we're all aware of the long running battle that there's been between the club and the governing body over sponsorship Douglas Park made his fortune from Park's Motor Group. Rangers felt there was a conflict with advertising league sponsors Cinch, and that's a, a still an ongoing battle at the moment. And finally, going forward then, I don't think there's any surprise that John Bennett will be the next chairman. Th- those Rangers fans who are calling for change, you see the banners, I my guess would be their preference would be, I'm not saying this is right, but their preference would be Stuart Robertson or Ross Wilson be changed rather than, than Douglas Park. I've also heard people wanting, you know, more of a a visible presence, if you like. You don't hear much from from Douglas Park, which is fine if you've got maybe a chief executive who's who's a a more visible presence, um, which again, sometimes Stuart Robertson gets criticism for that, rightly or wrongly. Um, You wonder if John Bennett will have a different approach. Yeah, well, it's interesting you make that point about, you know, communication essentially, because um, John Bennett did an interview not too long ago where he said that, you know, he heard the criticism from supporters that the communication from those at the club wasn't good enough for supporters. He said he wanted the club to be more open and I'm sure they will be happy if that turns out to be the case. But I think with John Bennett going forward, it is just a lot of questions that Rangers fans will be wanting answers to. Will there be those changes that are looking for in terms of managing director and sporting director with the protests we've seen um, Stuart Robertson and Ross Wilson if not then you know will John Bennett come out and explain why he feels that they are the right people to take the club forward will there be changes to, to funding the structure of the club things like that another thing he's he said in an interview recently less than a year ago he stressed he had no interest or the club the board had no interest in, in selling a club so you would expect that would mean that he's in it for the long haul as well Thank you very much Our reporter Andrew McLean Bringing you up to speed But of course We want to hear from you Rangers fans What's your reaction To that news Today Let's bring in Paul Who is first through On the line Paul What do you make of it Hi uh, Gordon Thanks for uh, Letting me on the show tonight um, Just as always 
Um, I, sometimes this can be, you know, not maybe timed as well. To be honest, we've got a well, an important game coming up with the magnitude um, on Saturday. Um, you know, some people might say the well, title's gone, but you know, who can dismiss titles when they've had two helicopters Sundays in previous years? You know, so anything can happen. Um, and I just think that maybe the time is a wee bit um, not right. But uh, I phoned up, I think maybe a week or two ago um, to your show um, to say that I was a wee bit. You know, Rangers fans can be decisive, decisive on this, I suppose. But I think, and I'd said before, I wouldn't really be targeting Stuart Robertson and. Um, Ross Wilson and that fact because they can only work with the tools I've been given um, and the, the man at the top you know, is responsible for that um, and I think it was targeted the wrong way if I'm being honest with you for as much as I respect Douglas Park you know, he's, he's obviously done well his business and everything else and you know, I, I won't take away what the board did after the, you know, the shenanigans that had went on previously they picked all that up but um, I think we kind of need freshness at the top and I'd say at the time I think maybe it was Douglas Park's time to go and to be honest when the Union Bears were um, you know, taken out of Ibrox because of protests I thought you know, it's a line door in the sand there to be honest you know, fair enough it's got to be a, a peaceful protest and everything else but you can't be stopping people from voicing their opinions at, at the home ground to be honest these, these are the people who pay the money they have to to support the club so um, I think my my own viewpoint on it, and been a Rangers follower for a number of years, is you know I'm I'm looking forward to the future. To be honest, and I'm hoping this is this is now a change at the top. I'll, I'll take that forward for investment and everything else. In terms of timing, Gordon, I mean, I, Douglas Park may well be listening. These things are completely different. You know what Michael Beale's planning to do at the weekend is you know very little to do with him. But you can kind of see why fans would say, well, okay, well if this change was going to come, maybe I thought it would come in the summer, and or maybe a, a sort or, or an international break last week, for instance. I don't know. Does it does it make any difference that it's, not, it's today? Not to the team. Uh, it gives a bit of publicity, obviously, to Rangers, um, and not the football team, obviously, up above. Uh, Look, he's not going to make any difference to what happens in preparation for this week for Saturday There's absolutely no doubt in that Was I surprised? I probably thought he would have waited to the end of the season He came in at a difficult time, as Andrew quite rightly said Um, You know, he's been through good times with Rangers But, you know, lately the the fans have sort of uh, lost their faith in him taking the club forward there have been obviously demonstrations and fans on here not happy about the leadership. Maybe it's just he's got to the stage, uh, Gordon, where he feels right, okay, if it's best for the club, no point waiting to the end of the season. I may as well just go now and let people take it forward. You mentioned wanting change, Paul, and, and you've got it. You've got a bit of change. And you know you referenced the fans who've got the banners more aimed at Stuart Robertson and Ross Wilson. So but why is it you think that this is the... The important change if you like Because Stuart Robertson as your chief executive Is in charge of the day-to-day running of the club And then Ross Wilson as the sporting director Or whatever his title is Director of football I think he's sporting director Runs the football operation So is it not fair to suggest That this news today actually Won't bring about that much change Whilst those two remain in position Maybe maybe I'll look at it too black and white right But look at your job if you weren't felt you were getting supported at the top, you could you could say, well, you're not doing doing a great job. You know, a football manager, for instance, a club will go on to be successful if they get investment. You know, you only have to look at like Newcastle United, probably Eddie Howe's doing to them, but he's got support at the very top and um, bringing money in. So I think, to be honest, Stuart Robertson, as I say, other people might have different opinions to it, but 
I just think you know, Ross Wilson can only go and recruit and, and select players that he's been told that's within your means. Um, no, I'm, I'm, look, I'm, I'm not going to say we're going to get some you no know, amazing person going to come in and just revolutionise us and give us bags loads of money, but surely these people can only be measured on the finances that be given from the, the person at the top, and that, that's Douglas Partner. But again, I, I could be looking at it from a different perspective. I just feel, you know, and, you, and I'm being careful as well, because you know, it's easy to be a supporter of the old firm, and when things don't go well for you that year, you, know, you can come out with a scattergun approach. Look, as I said to you at the start, the, the guy got us to 55, and the, the guys picked up a hell of a mess from the previous regime, um, and I'll never take that away from you know. But I just feel we just need that bit more stability, and, and I'm hoping um, a bit more. You know, I think there's a lot of things going on with the SPFL now, and the, you know, the contracts with advertising and everything else. So maybe that's to do with some part of it as well that he can maybe have a better fight on his hands with, with that as well. But I suppose that's another story. But mm. um, I'm kind of going. Hopefully, maybe there's going to be an investment down in the future, and maybe somebody can you know, invest in the training facilities and and bring like Ibrox and, and the stadium up and everything else to the, the way. Paul, to me. Paul, I don't know everything that happens inside Rangers Football Club, but looking from the outside and listen to the managers at Douglas Parks worked under. I've I've never heard one of them come out and complain about the budget, the the amount of players that they got. I think he has put a good investment in. Uh, whether it's good enough for Rangers supporters, yes. He's labelled with this after the league uh, win with Stephen Gerrard. We we didn't uh, kick on. Sometimes that happens. You know, you can get a transfer market that go, uh, goes wrong, a transfer window that goes wrong. But I don't know if I'm sitting here going to label that Douglas Park didn't put a, a, a big investment in the Rangers. I think he did. Now, Rangers fans pay their money, as Paul quite rightly says. They're quite entitled to voice their opinion if they feel that change at the top, whether it was Douglas Park they were aiming at. Where no, it, I mean, it, it clearly wasn't as a matter of priority. Yeah. I mean, I didn't see his face on, on yeah. too many of the banners. You know, it just depends what... Like yeah, I but, said, if you're looking you're at a day-to-day cha- day running of the club... But when you're the chairman, Gordon, you're the, you're the leader, you, that, that's where... The well, sometimes, though, you've got to remember what that role is. You know, yeah. and, and Douglas Park would be different because he personally put a lot of money into the club. But to repeat what I've already said, generally speaking, the chairman is not the one that runs the club day to day. That would be your chief executive and your football operation would be run by your sporting director, director of football, Mm -hmm. if you've got one. Yeah, I I take on board what you're saying, but I still think that, you know, everything's aimed for the chairman to make those decisions. Maybe to get a change below as the running of the day-to-day football, as the recruitment of the players. That I think the Rangers supporters are probably looking at the recruitment at times and are not happy with that. And I think Douglas Park's sitting there. Listen, he's a very uh, successful businessman and there comes a time where you might just sit and think, no, this isn't worth what I was looking to, you know, the journey I was going on. I think I've done my part. It's time for me to call it a day. And let's see where Rangers go from there. Is this the classic case, though, Simon? Of you know, results on the pitch will always dictate everything. You know, always. if I if we had this exact conversation, the let's go for the night before Rangers play the Europa League final, which is just last season. Yeah, the reaction would be: this is the guy that pumped loads of money in, brought us back from an even stickier situation, won the league, and we're now on the eve of a Europa League final. But obviously, right now there's a lot of frustration. So does that feed into it? It does feed into it because second in this country or city is nowhere and, and that's just the way it is. So it, it does play into it. 
Uh, the guy's obviously decided it's time for him to step down. I'm not going to stand here and say I know a great deal about it. I'm just, from the football side of it, and Daz is t- talking about it there with the recruitment, I spoke in the show at the time when the likes of Bassi and Arebo left the club, who I thought were two of their better players, Rangers better players, if not their best players. We, we, we touched on it that season. I think Arebo started that season like a house on fire, and Bassi finished it in the same uh, style. These guys moved on for, for decent money, I believe, but I, I, don't, I didn't feel they were replaced. I didn't, and I've scribbled down here at the moment from the recruitment, I think Tillman's beginning to, to look a player for Rangers, he's beginning to do the business, but he's obviously not their player, he's on loan. But out with that, and I know that you get, that there's been a manager change and it'll maybe take Michael Beale another transfer window to stamp his real authority on it, but I, I don't think the boys were replaced. But then of course, is that Douglas Parks... Sword to fall on Is that someone else's Is it all part of the same picture You let us know Thanks to Paul 01419511025 Maybe you're agreeing Or disagreeing With what you've heard so far Now would be a good time To tell us You are the voice Of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon DL and Simon Donnelly Are here It's 01419511025 Check the calendar It's Tuesday Saturday lunchtime There's a small matter Of Celtic against Rangers I'm pretty sure uh, We can start the build up tonight I don't think there's any Harm in that Some of you started it About a fortnight ago So if you want to get stuck Into the actual Football And your predictions And your thoughts Your early thoughts Your early thoughts On the team And any issues That your team might face Please do get them in There is that breaking news Today from The Glasgow football scene That Douglas Park Stepping down uh, as Rangers chairman So if you're interested in any of that It's 0141 So do please get in touch John is a Rangers fan What do you think John? How will you, how will you look back on Douglas Park's timing in, At the helm of the club? Well his timing, timing doesn't matter Let's be honest and truthful Douglas Park was a fan I knew Douglas Park years ago How many boys used to stand beside me at away games? And he's been a fan in the clubs, I mean, for years and years before he became the director, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. So you've got to look at it in a sense, right? And he's not getting any younger. So, I mean, maybe it's the time he did step down. Timing doesn't matter when the timing done. But right? I said, how will you look back on his time at the helm? I wasn't asking about the timing. Well, we got a European final, didn't we? We weren't going anywhere with flipping Mike, Mike Ashley, were we? So, at the end of the day, We've achieved quite a lot of things through it. Aye, we have never pushed on, but that's life. No, I mean, mate, well, basically the league is over because this Saturday you've got a, a guy who's refereeing it is just going to kill a game anyway. Guarantee that. Clancy, no, I mean, he's just a joke, a referee. But Douglas Park is, I would say, a fan first and foremost in his time, what we've achieved, European final and Seville. We actually never get beat in the game. We get beaten penalty kicks, but doesn't know what I mean? My opinion, we should have won the game. So, best of luck to him. Hope he enjoys your retirement, because, no, I mean, he's not getting any younger. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's the type of thing, John, that just takes a bit of time, and then in time people will look back more fondly? You know, there's a lot of criticism out there tonight from your fellow Rangers fans. Those achievements that you list off, are those the things that you maybe remember a bit when the, when the dust settles rather than right here today? Well, Douglas Park was probably a fan in 2008, right? And then he was the chairman. We went to Seville. So there's a true difference, right? And what people think, where are they, putting, are they invested the millions that he's 
invested in Rangers. So let's be honest, the man has achieved what he's achieved, and maybe it's time. I'm not getting any younger. Maybe it's time for somebody else to take on the hand. He's, he's not getting any younger. Yeah, Gordon, is that sometimes the way things work? By the way, by by saying this, it's not lost on me. I'm sure Rangers fans think Douglas mm. Park has made mistakes and could have done a better job at times and all that. So no one, nobody is ever immune from criticism. But in the cold light of day, eventually, just how how will it be remembered? In time, will it be about basically the difference between 2015 to now? Is that is that how you measure it mainly? Yeah, I think I think the Rangers fans once uh, dust settles and and time goes on, Gordon will look back at um, Douglas Park's time and think, yeah, John's uh, John's round off a cup, your know, Scottish Cup. The Stephen Gerrard coming into Rangers, win the league, stop him, Celtic, the famous one. You know the Europa League. So he's achieved a lot in his time, and and I agree with John. I think he's put in. A lot of his own, uh, you know, wealth into the club to help the club. John Wright, he's a Ranger supporter. He supported the club all his days. And maybe just get to the time. You get a certain age and you sit back and you might just realise the time consuming in these sort of things. People don't understand. As much as you're sitting there a businessman, if you're a chairman with Rangers, it's very time consuming as well. Douglas Plant might just have came to the end of the road and thought, do you know what? It's time mm. for me just to relax, sit back, and go and, and be that fan again. And I'm I'm sure that's what'll happen. I'm sure once it does settle, mm. Rangers fans will take some positives out of it. But yeah, if, if see if you just take a and I always caveat this because I know people kind of shout it's the negative voices that shout the loudest on social media. So I, I do get that. But if you take a sort of quick look through the replies to the announcement from Rangers today, it's just just dozens, hundreds. I haven't counted them along the lines of. Great, Stuart Robertson and Ross Wilson next, please. That that's the sort of mood that's coming from a lot of that. Like I say, maybe that's just social media, but um, there's clearly something about what's happening right now that's that's dominating the thought process there's of the a, Rangers. Fans. There's no doubt. There's a divide between the boardroom and the supporters. We know that now for a club going, and maybe that's why Douglas Park, being the fan he is, has decided to say, Do you know what. I don't want this. This is not part of the way I looked at taking Rangers forward. And he stepped aside. That will need to be, that gap will need to be put together, Gordon. For the club to go forward in the same direction, you've got to have the board and the supporters all going in the same direction. And that's a job for the next one. Like, say, uh, John Bennett's uh, moved up from vice chairman to chairman. It's a big job. I think he's got to address that right away. Thank you John Nice to hear from you 01419511025 And of course you can tweet us As well At Clyde SSB Now if you want to add any more to that You can do so on that number Or on Twitter um, Let's sort of go a bit more On field If you like And hear from Ange Postacoglu Celtic fans You might want to Get involved here He says Celtic are targeting A record breaking points tally In the Premiership this season They can Surpass the points Amassed by Brendan Rodgers Invincibles um, but of course, there's plenty of work left to achieve that. You know, it is a remarkable run. Um, you know, there's been some some brilliant sides in in Scottish football that you know this group have surpassed in terms of that, in terms of a start to a season. But just as pleasing for me is the level of performance. You know, we for the most part we've we've hit really good, strong levels of performance every week, and it's a credit to the group. And it is the group because. You know, it's not just the core group of players that have done it for us. It's uh, everyone's chipped in. The guys coming on helped us. Uh, the guys coming into the team helped us. So um, it's a testament to the group. But 
yeah, ultimately the, the key part's still ahead of us and, uh, you know, there's eight games to go, 24 points we want to get and that's um, that's our target. When it gets to this stage in the season, Simon, is it once people, because everybody thinks the league is over, I think mm. I'm not here too many people disagreeing with that, once you're in that <coughs> position, is that really when you start talking about, you know, kind of setting your sights on something else, a, a record or records. whatever? I mean, I don't think Ange Postecoglou will ever make a... A song and dance about it doesn't strike you as his style, but will the Celtic fans have an eye? No, but I think it is his style. I think it is his style to go out and, and mm. we touched on it before when they get to four, five, now in games we've seen. No, I mean, I mean six, sort of externally is... to come out and say, "Oh, we're going for this points tally." You know, he, he sort of just he's very much plays everything with a straight bat. Yeah, externally, I mean. Yeah, but I, and he's, he is very straight talking. Mm-hmm. But I have no doubt that they will have their eyes on that. As we said about the treble. I quite like it I like the approach It's refreshing uh, But they've got eight games to do it And you know They have to go and win Every game To, to And what a statement it would be But it's still Eight difficult games We watched them at the weekend there I thought Ross County competed Really well I don't think Celtic Were at their best By any stretch of the imagination So You still have to go out And win the games I mean Win everything Would take you to what 109 um, that, that would be winning absolutely everything um, mm. you, you don't need me to tell you Drop a couple And you're still Brendan Rodgers 106 points Gordon Deal. Well the positive thing for them is It's doable And the way they're going about their business The only hurdles for me Is Rangers The big games And they seem to handle them very very well You're talking about trebles just now I think that even though the Rangers could go there and have a, a little bit of glimmer of hope if they won on Saturday, I still think Celtic will go on and, and, and lift the title. Um, you look at the then that comes the Scottish Cup semi-final because no disrespect to the other two semi-finalists, I feel that the winner of that will probably go and lift the Scottish Cup. So there's a lot of positive stuff there for Ange Postecoglou. Well, you say that, but I'm looking at the guy that Killed it for us in 1994 Yeah well you were playing So I targeted you We left you on the ball That was your you, you do not I, know you I said, forgot you played in that game I know you See, said At the start you. That, that you were new to this <laughs> Tuesday format You don't bum him up Because uh, he doesn't well, He's talking need about it It is relevant isn't Yeah yeah Shocks happen And he once was part of a shock Fine okay Yeah listen I can't disagree with that The other side of it I've been in A couple of people's company recently and they have had the little slip of uh, describing the semi-final as the final because people's mm, attitude will be that. Exactly. Dangerous. Um, let's bring in Ross, who's a Celtic fan, and get his take on it. Ross, how are things looking in that regard? You know, record points totals, the job Ange Postacoglu is doing. What, what are your general thoughts? Um, hi, guys. Hope you're all well. Thank you. Um, no, I think, I think we, where Ange has got Celtic now um, is remarkable and job he's done since he's been here um, no one could have predicted that um, I just feel like the now behind it's every time there's a job coming up in England he's always the first name or he's on that list or he's getting offered or he's getting mentioned about jobs um, and I think the Celtic fans are just so happy that he's our manager and the fact that he's he's here um speaks volumes in terms of him as a manager because he's he has changed Celtic as a club. Um, when he also took the job, Celtic were in a mess and now we're on the brink of doing another another treble. Um, 
but I just feel like the now we are every time with a job coming up it's I'm not saying people are trying to force him at the door but it's in a way he's getting mentioned about leaving Celtic and I don't think that's even on his mind at the moment Well see here's the problem Ross because no one has brought it up at all on this show and now you have which is great because if I bring it up everyone gets all hot and bothered and suggests (laughs) that we're trying to drive Ange Postacoglu away which makes literally no sense but that's an argument for another day but Ross has brought it up and I can just sit back and let you two discuss it knowing (laughs) it was nothing to do with me Listen the positive spin People doing their jobs well There's always going to be interest It's the same with players It's the same I think Kyogo was linked with somebody today as well If you're doing your job You're always going to And it gives people something to talk about But I'm sure the guy himself Quashed it recently I'm sure he mm. said he had plenty th- still to do at Celtic So I don't see him moving in the near future I think Celtic fans need to get over this They've got to realise that That's a compliment yeah. You're right, you said it's a compliment. It's it's not people trying to in Scotland force him out of Scotland. Of course, it's not. It's a compliment to the man and the job that he's doing at Celtic Park, um, because he's doing that good a job that if when teams lose their managers in England, which is quite frequent now, they look for the best manager available. Um, and they could come maybe and look at Postecoglou. Of course, they will. Because the job he's doing here is terrific. And I think you're right. It's not just managers, it becomes players as well. Players up here use it as a stepping stone to go to the biggest league in the world down in England. Of course they do, because of the money and the finance and everything that goes with it. But I'm 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 with Sid. I, I don't think Postacoglu is one of these guys that gets easily led. I think he's he knows where he wants to go in his career. He knows what he's all about. And I think it'll be about timing for him. Will he eventually leave Celtic? Of course he will. Um, but I think it'll be in his terms and when and where he wants to go. Surely not that English club again. Surely not the same path. Leicester. You can't. Surely. I just. Bottom three. Brendan Rodgers went to the same place. Kind of that. Where were they when. Well, they were higher than that, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't see it. I don't see it mm. uh, There's a lot to play for at Celtic And I, again he goes on record about this kind of project And, and certain chapters of it And the Champions League Beckoning again Why are you smiling at me? No, <laughs> no, no I'm, I, I, I genuinely am smiling at something entirely different And that might reveal itself in, in due course but anyway. I, I, I've got to be honest, right I know what you're saying because of the position, right? So if, if Leicester was mid-table just now not in the relegation battle Are you answering the same Because yeah. The reason I'm saying this to you Sid is simple I stood in this studio When people were saying Brendan Rodgers is going to Leicester And I'm going Absolutely no chance yeah. Look at what he's got to win at Celtic Look what he's built Blah 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 Two days later He's a Leicester City manager yeah. I'm not saying that again About Ange Postacoglu But I would never say Never in football The way it goes about Ross I'm just wondering how many people have just turned on And are gripping their steering I can't believe they're trying to get Ange Postacoglu away to Leicester <laughs> I'm going to give them fault. your number Ross It's your fault No I'm not, as I say guys I'm not sitting here saying that anybody's trying to force him And God knows what you're saying about about Obviously um, eventually we'll leave I know that's going to happen And that's just, that's just modern day football But I just feel like the now it's Every time a job comes up Ange's name's on it He's always in the list And then it's like When I was read, reading this morning About him on the list at Leicester I was thinking myself Surely he's not going to do A Brendan Rodgers And get the back door But I don't think Andrew's that sort of guy And I think There's still a lot to, 
to play for at Celtic and I think he wants a crack at the Champions League and, and rightly so I'm not saying we're going to go and win the Champions League but I think he wants to take Celtic to a certain level where we've not been before and at the end of the day I'm just, I'm just glad that he's still our manager and he's here and I think the job he's done is, is absolutely uh, tremendous and long may it continue Thank you very much Ross 01419511025 It's a great time to call You could be on next 01419511025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Simon Donnelly and Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 And it's Twitter at Clyde SSB So get in touch, let us know what you're thinking Whether it is the breaking news today, if you like That Douglas Park is stepping down as Rangers chairman Or maybe you're already setting your sights Saturday lunchtime, Celtic Park For the visit of Rangers Do let us know Davy is in East Kilbride, how are you Davy? I'm all right, gents. How are you doing? Not bad at all. Can't complain. What have you got for us? Well, I was basically phoning into to continue to chat about Ange Postecoglou. The remarkable job he's done since he came in at Celtic. Mm-hmm. The fact that he's continued continually linked with every job in England, um, especially one that's just been vacated by an ex-recent manager uh, at Celtic. And it just strikes me, when are people going to learn? Look, this fan's already come out and stated his case. He stated after the cup final, you'll be surprised how long I'm here at Celtic. He's, that's a mission statement if nothing else And yet every day we, He's been linked to every job For the first minister of Scotland To Leicester Every day back and forth Yeah I, again Look we, we tend to go around in circles When it gets to that point Simon Because we had this discussion about Leeds And I don't think anyone needs a A lecture from me On how the sort of news cycle works But Leeds in particular I feel like that gathered pace Because the Leeds I remember the Leeds correspondent Or whatever from Sky Sports News Is outside uh, Ellen Road when yeah. Jesse Marsh goes and he mentions Ange Postacoglu's name the next day Paul Robinson former Leeds keeper goes on Sky Sports News and says I'd like Ange Postacoglu and then yeah. obviously people are going to react to that you're not just then going to ignore it and pretend it doesn't happen I do take Davy's point that you know it does feel like it's it's happening a lot I don't really know where the Leicester one comes from but I, I also don't think you can stop it and to repeat what we yeah. said for anyone that's joining us this this is a prime example me or any of the pundit We have not once mentioned Ange Postacoglu and Leicester Since that job became vacant Not yeah. once But Davey wants to, to talk about the fact That everyone's linking him to it And then here we are Having that discussion So I, I, yeah. I did say we were going round in circles So consider me back to where I started Yeah listen We are going round in circles It's it, I, I almost kind of have a chuckle to myself when I, when I look at the social media When the next jobs And almost to the point now where a couple of jobs come up at the weekend and I'm thinking it, you know, See? I wonder how long, you know what Beautiful. I mean? Mm-hmm. How long is it going to be before somebody mentions Ange? Uh, but I agree with Davey and I said that with the last caller, Ross, uh, he came out and kind of quashed that and, and I take mm-hmm. this guy, never met him, I've watched the way he's come into Celtic, how he's went about his business, how he talks, how he deals with the media, recruitment, the way he puts his team out, everything about him I like, and I think he's a, a man of his word. And I know things can change in football overnight, but I th- he, he, he more or less came out and said that, just as Davy's saying. So I don't see him going anywhere mm. anytime soon. See, they've not all met him, Gordon, eh? 
Nah, no, nice team, mate. I'll, I'll introduce you um, <laughs> one day. I, I, you must have heard this story. I know no, you're not always no. on with this guy. Have you, you, met him, have you? you serious? A teammate. I played with him in the South show. Melbourne, 1984. Oh, did you? Yeah, 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 me and Big Angie. Right. He played middle part. I played. No, that's that. not true. I don't yeah, think he did. I was the, the first game I was on the bench, right? Uh, but then after. Oh, that, look, regular listeners have heard this many times, but to bring right. you up to speed. When Ange Postecoglou is named the Celtic mm. manager, this guy uh-huh. can't even remember what he had for breakfast. Is going, oh, I recognise that name. I think I played against him when I was in Australia. He didn't even recognise. And it turns out they were in the same team. <laughs> the team but mates. he only lasted a couple of weeks. Anyway, uh, but, right, <laughs> we digress. I I agree with what everybody's saying, right? And I said it's a compliment, never. But I I think Ange Postecoglou has got job to finish at Celtic. He obviously loves his, uh, the club. He's built the club brilliant. The fans love him. The loves there. But you're not telling me. I don't care who it is. He he would leave for someone. I'll give you a perfect example, right? And it will not happen. But say Chelsea lost a manager, went for Ange. Yeah, but, but then that's the point, isn't it? If you're saying it won't happen, then. If Leicester's hypothetical, which it appears to be, then mm-hmm. that's that's whatever but the level you, above that but, is. Yeah, but if you see Graham Potter going to Chelsea uh, from Brighton, then I'm sure every Celtic fan will scream down this radio, um, down the mites that Celtic are a far bigger club than than Brighton. Yeah, they might, but uh, in England yeah. as a as a, a collective, but they don't look at I'm look upon us that, that way. Do they? I don't think I think Ange Postecoglou will be the manager of Celtic. To the end of the season And then on after that I think he will eventually move Because He is attracting interest Of course he's turning heads in England You would be foolish if you were A owner or a club or a chief exec And you're looking for a new manager You'd be foolish not to look mm. At the job that Ange Postecoglou And the reason being Is two things for me I think his strengths are His style of football Which I think every Celtic fan likes and his transfer mm. windows, Gordon, have been brilliant. I can't believe the number of Celtic fans calling us up and asking us to discuss Ange Postecoglou to Leicester. My mind is blown. Um, Tongue in cheek, obviously, Davey. Saturday, um, we're hearing from the manager there as well. You know, record points tally, for instance. Are those the next, the next steps? I assume you think the league is is in the bag. Well, you would think so at this stage, but I was I was alive long enough for helicopter Sunday, so no count my chickens too too early. But uh, more importantly, it's about the the cup. We need to get the cup stitched up. The leagues, we've got, we've got a healthy lead in the league, um, and we just need to build upon that. Get the cup secured, and move on from there. But there's absolutely no way Ange Postecoglou is going to lose Celtic Football Club at this time of his career. He's already stayed he's there for a while. He's gave what I've already said. I consider it to be a mission statement. Leave the guy alone, let him do his job, and hawk other people about for his jobs down south. And by the way, see where I'm on, I'm probably speaking out of turn here, because I'm not a Rangers fan, mm. as you can obviously guess. But see all this talk about Douglas Park, I've been on Facebook all day, and all I keep seeing is, yes, get rid of him, that's Park gone. Careful what you wish for, boys. Because I remember when it was, oh, we got rid of David Murray and Craig White's coming in. How'd that turn out? Or when uh, the, uh, King came in. King came in and took, lent money to Rangers Football Club, and I apologise for my anger, but my understanding was all the board members lent money to that, the football club on the guarantee that they wouldn't take a penny of interest out of it. Well, apparently King came up across a year later where I hadn't contacted and took interest out of it. So if you're batting to get rid of Douglas Park and bring King back in, I would, just, I would say be very false prophets and be very careful how you proceed. Davey's a wise man I don't want to know What else he's been looking at On Facebook all day Sounds like he's been A busy man That was Davey In East Kilbride there On 
102.5 See what I'll say Gordon See what Davey's saying there about leaving Ange alone I don't think Ange will be bothered one bit with any of that I don't don't even think he'll be taking any notice Mm. that So it's not a case of leaving him alone if you Yeah and then because like we said then If anything it it has to be an element of positivity about it 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 has to be that because if he wasn't doing, doing a good job, job yeah. we, we, we couldn't do it We didn't get laughed at for that You know for, So Anyway You can sense the I think he'll be in the, the dugout Saturday For yeah, everybody who's so. listening I think you might be right 01419511025 Is the number you also need for this Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online The Scottishsun.co.uk Slash football Right Beat the pundit time 01419511025 Like we said The lines do close at 7 So if you want to take on Gordon DL Or Simon Donnelly Now is the time To call Look forward to One of you Playing next Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Play one super scoreboard Simon Donnelly And Gordon DL Are here It's 01419511025 so get in touch Let us know what's on your mind tonight If you're just joining us I've got no idea where you've been It better be a good excuse We've been talking about the Stepping down of Douglas Park No longer the Rangers chairman To be replaced by John Bennett Quite a bit coming in on that There's quite a big game at the weekend Just in case you hadn't heard So we're already looking to that one as well And Celtic fans have been phoning up To discuss Ange Postacoglu to Leicester Nothing to do with me Trust me So um, if you want to add to that Please do If you want to move on to something else It's the same number Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online The Scottish Sun.co.uk Slash football Right Beat the pundit time I'm looking forward to this It was another victory though for the, the, I mean it was Roger Hanna last night <sighs> He's tough to beat you know uh, what I mean? Where was it? About seven or something probably No I mean it was close With his minus one There was one in it So yeah You ever watch Roger playing? No but I, I looked at the questions I think I would only get two He's yeah, down right. struggled He sits with his eyes closed It's a good method <laughs> But then the thing is You copied that for a while yeah, and, it, and it lost worked. every game No probably. no it worked at first But then you lost So uh, but I had One, I, I one eye open One eye shut yeah, I, had only one. I was sort of a winking uh, Is that what that was? Oh yeah, I did say that Disturbing yeah. Anyway uh, Mark, <laughs> I'm glad you said that <laughs> Winking, he said yeah. um, Mark is on the line to take part tonight Mark, how are you? Not too bad, how are you? Good, thanks Is this the first time? Aye, first time good, caller Good, good, good I like that And what made you call tonight? You fancied a crack at one of these two in particular? I just keep saying I'm going forward good. and never do exactly. So exactly. <laughs> the time. No time like the present Heads, it will be Simon Donnelly Tales, it will be Gordon DL. You ever seen this guy play Simon no. Donnelly? No, I've never. never. It's like, are you good, Chai? He's like a master no, of the, the crappy win. The Cliff Thorburn of you slow. No, just, just grind like, something. Just like two oh, one, oh, one nil. That's good. That's good. I like that. A one nil or a two one. Anyway, it's tails. So it's you. <laughs> You're in for a treat, Simon. Get those eyes shut. <laughs> Sit back, watch a master. Uh, wow, we march. Got to get blown right out of that You've been here. called many things. <laughs> <laughs> Pull over, Mark. Well, Handbrake on. Uh, I'm going to give you some of <laughs> something else, nice and loud in your ear, so that you can't hear us. Come on then. Right, he's gone. Good. That's what I like. Nice and silent. Uh, right, Mark. Thirty seconds. Just answer as many as you can and pass if you don't know the answer. Okay. Yep. Right. Let's go. Thirty seconds starts now. Who managed Rangers to three in a row? Three in a row from 2009 to 2011. Uh, pass. 
Who left Celtic for Bayer Leverkusen in January 21? Frimpong Which side finished bottom of the Scottish Premiership last season? Uh, pass Which former Scotland international currently plays for Crystal Palace? Uh, pass Who's got more clean sheets in the league this season, David Marshall or Alan McGregor? Alan McGregor In what decade did Aberdeen last play in a European final? 1980s Alright, let's bring back Gordon How are you? I'm okay Yeah? Yeah Good. Uh, same set of questions, ready? Go who managed Rangers to three in a row from 2009 to 2011? McLeish. Who left Celtic for Bayer Leverkusen in January 21? Frimpong. Which side finished bottom of the Scottish Premiership last season? Um, Dundee. Which former Scotland international currently plays for Crystal Palace? Uh, MacArthur. Who's got more clean sheets in the league this season, David Marshall or Alan McGregor? Uh, David Marshall. In what decade did Aaron Greg last play in a European final? 80s. Okay. Ah, because you'd done me with the McGregor, didn't you? I thought that was that sort of a. Did you try the double bluff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll wait and find nah, out. That's we'll nonsense. Find out. Mark, how do you think it went? I think he may have done maybe one. I'm not sure. Mm, Walter Smith, 2009 to 2011. I mean, Mark, you sound like a particularly young man. Is that accurate? Uh, young enough. <laughs> mm, should you have still known that? Aye, probably. I mean, you need to be, you need to be really be young to, to not remember Mark. it. Don't get me wrong, but just in case it wasn't right in your Mark, I'm a genius of this, and I didn't get it. So don't beat yourself up. Jeremy Frimpong, you both got that. Yeah. Uh, bottom of the table last season was Dundee. Oh. I'm devastated to say, Mark, two one. Uh, James MacArthur is the best. Oh, no, three one is it? It's three one. Mark, start the engine. <laughs> who's who's, gear? who's got more clean sheets in the league this season oh, David Marshall that. or Alan McGregor So explain your thinking here So I You, think you thought you were throwing him so a So you think McGregor's yeah. the obvious one Yeah So you went for Marshall Because I thought it'd be a trick But you're question. now regretting that And you think it yeah. is Alan McGregor Yeah It's David Marshall yeah! <laughs> <laughs> hey, What did we Marky say? You said Alan McGregor <laughs> See you later wee guy Who knew Who knew that Gordon DL oh, was Get the furry dice Hot on you go Had the mind games he almost, hey, he almost corrected himself as well oh, didn't he? Uh, By the way I took a swap there You could so have done me it's 9-8 Now David Marshall's played 10 more games Doesn't matter we that's, still. that's a good question Yep <sighs> Tricky. And do you hear Aberdeen, that? Do you hear that? Sweet Mark's engine. Aberdeen boom. last played a European final in the 80s. Mark, <laughs> Mark got that as well, though. There's Mark another one that. in there. Is that a 5 2? I don't know what it is. A By the way, Mark, 5 2 isn't it close? That's 3 2's close? <laughs> 2 1's close? Five twos are drubbing me. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not phoning back. <laughs> See, this is the problem. We need people to phone back, and you and Wilson and Bartley. These are all terrible oh, losers. Because they give it to us. I winners, love sorry. it. I love it. Mark, I enjoyed it. Hopefully, you'll phone back at some time in the next ten years. What's uh, hopefully. Good Aye, man. Mark. That was Mark on the line. I hope that car's full As much as I'm sure You're delighted to be sharing The studio with this guy And his behaviour Impressed Are you upset to be separated From your big pal this week Do you think he would Big man Do you think he'll bring in His his manager of the month trophy I was just about to say Manager of the month Do you think he'll bring it in I I would if I was him To get manager of the month Yep Ah brilliant All over his his Instagram I'll post it everywhere Oh he's not daft I'll tell you who they got in Saturday Because I'm betting against him (laughs) Who they got 
actually don't know it's on Saturday. I tell them we don't. We only put the fixtures up. <laughs> we only put them up down to the championship, championship. midweek. <laughs> we put we put the lower leagues and uh, and it gets to the Saturday. But at this stage, we only look <laughs> manager. And I was listening at the bit where uh, who were they playing at weekend? Was it Peterhead? Yeah, Peterhead two one worst team in Scotland. Peterhead had equalised, and then I was glad to see it later on. Oh, that's what that's what probably won it for him, wasn't it? What's that? At the That's what, uh, yeah, yeah, coming, yeah, coming yeah, back from one one. He took, he took his Alawa away. Oh. He took his management team into the, the pictures low as well. It wasn't just ah, like everybody man. does that. Yeah. He brought, yeah. he brought yeah. the staff in. I think that's now gone too far. Right, that <laughs> used to be admirable. It used to be nice. What I'm now looking for is the next manager who just stands himself <laughs> and says, well, "It's well. all about me." Uh, that's exactly <laughs> what I went, I went through. Well, as soon as a manager, and I won. I How many won did a you win? A few, a few. I was very successful. Just you. That was just me yeah, There's you no way I'm one of those I'd like to thank my staff I'm the main man I make the decisions They're only workers They're helpers Honestly Who'd work under this guy? <laughs> my, my big mate uh, Gordon Marshall Was in the picture as well So, so he's the goalie coach That's yeah. right Yes What's absolutely. he big Is mm-hmm. he? Yeah, he's yes, down there Good staff I've got I'm anyway, 01419511025 That is the number you need Let's bring in Willie Who's a Rangers fan How are you Willie? Ah, no bad, mate. That's Good. a good thing, by the way. If you phone up, maybe sometime in the ten years you'll go on. Hi, if you're a Celtic supporter. Sorry, Gordon, how you doing, mate? I, I, I don't even really get that joke, Willie. I must admit. That's not a joke, mate. That's the truth. I, I explain it to Angie me then. This, Angie that, Angie the next thing. You know what I mean? I'm not being funny. See this group of players at Ibrox? I really feel sorry for Michael Beale. Now, I lost my ticket because of that COVID nonsense, because I don't do emails and all that, right? I'm what they call a nuts and bolts man. Uh, I, I'm old school. See that Kent? He'd be the first one out the door. I don't know what the hell they see in him. See that the misses that he had on Saturday, he should be ashamed of himself. Jamie Murphy was a far better winger and player than he'll ever be. But unfortunately for him, I was at the game at Rugby Park. Uh, Jamie Murphy fell and hurt himself on that stupid surface at Rugby Park. And that surface is that good, by the way, that McInnes is taking him to play on grass at, at Largs before the game on Saturday. Do you know that? I, I did, yes. Uh, I didn't know, by the way, I didn't know about Doogie Park. I don't know what the story is with that. that was that Graham Park, by the way? This is exclusive. This, is, this isn't this nonsense. It was Graham Park that gave that Kachina the job. And it isn't the Rangers that's paying any compensation. It's coming out of Doogie's pocket. Why he is still on that board, I don't know. I mean, I was a shareholder years ago before all the nonsense, right? Uh, so I can't go to shareholder meetings the way I could years ago. But he's still on the board. Doogie had problems when he was there in Spain. You know, he's got a heart condition, right? Right, hold on, right, just just let me stop for a second Because <laughs> in one minute, in one solitary minute We've gone from COVID to Ryan Kent and Jamie Murphy, bizarrely And mm. then to Pedro Cachinha Celtic calls Largs, Kilmarnock's pitch and <laughs> Douglas Park's heart mm. Which, by the way, I'm not entirely sure We should be discussing people's medical history um, Privately or publicly um, on the show So let's um, Let's pour a bit of water on that And apologise for that um, And recap a little bit Willie I am always sympathetic To any player Who comes out Of the Motherwell Academy It's how I'm wired But Jamie Murphy Better than Ryan Kent Are we serious? On his day eh? He was a better winger Than he'll ever be I'll tell you another player That was better than him Greg Dockery And Dockery couldn't get a game either Gerard said to him He says look He says I know you're a great player you This that and the next thing and there was another one uh, that left. Gerald didn't want him to leave. Uh, what would you call him? Oh, f- I mean his name. 
You just kind of knew Willie's call was heading that way, didn't you? We had to end his ass. <laughs> I can't remember his name. No, sometimes, <laughs> tell me that gets bleeped out. Uh, sometimes I just lie on here and say, oh, we seem to have lost Willie. We've got technical difficulties. Oh. But Willie dropped a word that cannot be said on a family show. <laughs> And on we go. Yeah, he was he was getting too excited. Well, is that your first? Is that your first that experience first? of that? Simon oh, nuts, nuts and bolts. That's uh, what I, I am. I'm tired after that. I, I, I was honestly trying to oh, keep dear. up from COVID and Pedro Cachinha. Anyway, Can right. We find out who he was talking about because uh, um, he obviously he couldn't remember. Oh, he couldn't remember his name. Let's uh, look. Everybody's got their opinions, and I'm. Partially glad that the Willie took the time to phone, but I mean, you can criticise players. That that's what we're here mm, for. So I'm, no. I I don't really mind if people don't rate Ryan Kent. That's that's not really yeah. the point. Where Willie's I... comparison was Jamie Murphy better? Was Greg Doherty well, better? What would what would you realistically be basing that on? Yeah, well, that's Willie's opinion, and at the end of the day, Simon and I have got a different one, or you've got a different one. That's fine, but I'll where I will agree with him. Um, I don't think Ryan Kent's hit the heights no. uh, of which is probably expected of him this season. Um, there's games you see him, especially early on, you think, that, yeah, this is the day. Because Ryan Kent's got good ability, very good ability. Uh, on his day, he can be a match winner. But I don't think he's been consistent this year. And I think that's why the frustration of Willie was coming out there. He was naming players. Now, Jamie Murphy was a good player, was of course player, he was. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't, Greg Greg, I don't think Greg Doherty's in that position category. Yeah, he was midfield player, player. And, and, and moved down to South. And Greg Doherty was a great professional, good player as well. Everybody's got... You can ask everybody different opinions about a player. I liked him better and blah, blah, blah. But I do agree with Will in the sense that I don't think Ryan Kent's lived up to his reputation this season. And I think that's yeah. what frustrates. I mean, yours, yours you see would be... It, the, you see it at I times. think Willie was... Taking a slightly more extreme yeah. view on those things, though. Yeah. I don't think Willie was saying Ryan Kent hasn't lived up to his hype this season. He wants rid of him. He wants the yeah. thing ripped up. I think he got a wee bit excitable, uh, really, <laughs> slightly, especially after all. But I, th- I think the, the frustration with Rangers fans is, you know, you watch Ryan Kent at different times and what he can do, mm-hmm. but maybe just well, not maybe he doesn't do it on a consistent basis. And I think that's something that's been thrown at him, you know, most of his time at Ibrox. I don't think that, I, I think if Michael Beale could maybe convince Ryan Kent to sign, I think the majority of Rangers fans would be happy with that. Uh, but I think mm. he would need to give a lot more if he was going to stay at Rangers. <laughs> Still recovering, <laughs> to be quite honest. And Willie's getting a lot of positive feedback, actually, on social media. And lots of people, for whatever reason, wanted to hear more. But look It was impossible it's, it's <laughs> Certain situations you get into On live radio um, uh, All good fun Sort of um, Right but j- Again Willie's no longer here But I'm, I'm t- Willie's clearly furious Right about this team and, and where they're at And I get You mentioned it earlier You know Seconds nowhere So yeah. you, you can be frustrated and, and you can be angry to a point You know Nine points behind can it be that bad though when you when you talk about the the run of results since Michael Beale came in? Mm. You know, the, the points tally since then, still in the Scottish Cup. Yes, we'll find out what happens there in, in a couple of weeks, but can it be can it be that bad? Because 
I know you're judged against Celtic Fine But at some point You're going to need to acknowledge That they're an absolute juggernaut So you're going to need to do something Spectacular to, And in fact right now there's Until Saturday And it might change Michael Beale And the group of players he's got At this moment in time Literally couldn't do anymore In the league So I just wonder about the The extent of Willie's rage About the team currently I think anyone criticising Rangers just now uh, Supporters wise Is probably because of the style of play I think when Michael Beale came in Everybody You know he came in with a reputation Not of being a great manager Because he'd hardly been in the job But this about how good he was at a coach Coaching and the fast forward football And everything on the front foot I don't think Rangers fans have seen that often enough. Yes, he's getting results and that's the most important thing for a coach or a manager. You've got to get results first and foremost. Um, but apart from, I thought they were brilliant at Hibs. I really did at Easter Road because I thought Hibs opened up against them at home and Rangers absolutely destroyed them. Where I think the frustration comes is at Ibrox just now because a lot of Rangers fans seem to complain about the performances there and I think that's down to the away team not Celtic, I'm talking about teams like Dundee United and Hibs and Motherwells and Kilmarnock Come to Ibrox and sitting in and frustrating Rangers And I think it frustrates the Rangers fans that they don't find a quicker way to break them down and score the goals that they should be If you look at Celtic on the other hand, they find a way and eventually score two, three, four goals Whether it be the three substitutions coming on and making a, a big impact in the second half or whatever and I think that's where the frustration's coming from From most of the Rangers fans just now I think we need a breather Yeah. 01419511025 <laughs> He's still talking He thinks he's on Radio Clyde Give us a call, join in Taking your calls on Scottish football 01419511025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Simon Donnelly and Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 You can get in touch on Twitter of course And at this point of the evening We generally bring emails to the table Just to make it even more confusing But the reason for that is time for the full time teaser That's when you the listener Comes up with a nice bit of trivia A nice question And we test out the pundits to see if they can answer your question Simon Donnelly and Gordon Dale It's like playing with a new teammate It's a new team, right? you know, like a new team. Relationships New partnership and You get used to each other's sort of style of play That sort of thing um, I can tell you Simon from experience Gordon's <laughs> style is to shout out every name That he can possibly think of And just hope that something Something's sticks there. That's good <laughs> Sounds it's pretty good. good It's a good way of doing yeah. it um, So there's a I like this question Tough but doable um, Derek has sent it in He wants you to name the last eight England one cap wonders who've played in Scotland. Some of these are tough, right? So he's looking for the last eight England one cap wonders who have played in Scotland. Oh, he's right in. Chris Sutton. He's tenth on the list. You'll be devastated. Oh my goodness. What? Alan Thompson. I'll tell you what, I'll just we can call it ten and you might feel better about yourself then that you've Alan got that. Will we call it ten? Thompson. Cool, mate. Yes Right Right. You're... So we're not taking sorry Yeah no you've made life hard for yourself sorry You've just upped it so to we're, 10 we're up to yeah. okay. I don't know why Derek said 8 anyway but Oh it's not like you He's not sure Joey Barn. See what you find is he waits And then the phone will mysteriously go And then no, he no. starts getting the answers <laughs> Joey Barn. <laughs> yes Joey Barton there you well go done. Well done Well done remember him Yep Um. One cap wonders Wilson Oh, he's a one cap one for England. 
Oh no, English. Oh, come on. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Just sorry, my just want to give Willow some more stick. Uh, Welcome to the Tuesday night. Oh, sorry about that. Sorry about that. Going to read the question out to me again. Just, it's not so, just Celtic and Rangers. No, is it? no. Just so Scotland. The last ten players who've got one England cap and one only from who've played in Scotland. Scotland. That's right, it. Yeah. Okay. Oh right That's a different ball game How is it different? Because I thought it was Celtic Rangers I was with Sid right, See okay. there's, there's the reason I keep saying to you You're reading the question out wrong You need to brush up on this That man there Were new partnership He right away Right So because you two Are as daft as each other And don't <laughs> listen yeah. That's somehow my fault No At no point did I mention Celtic or Rangers Scotland And I'll play it back <laughs> What do you mean Scotland? <laughs> that's not the bit that was in doubt Yes it was Played in Scotland Oh dear Anyway Not with Rangers right, and Celtic okay. You said never, that earlier I didn't. Yes you did. obviously didn't It hasn't made any difference yet No, no. it hasn't You're right <laughs> Have you got any From out with Celtic and Rangers that you, could, that you could think of One cat wonders mm. My goodness This is a oh. tricky one Roger would have had them But now Ah he's Got them already He's yeah. texted me Probably, huh? What? Gee, oh, wow, wow, wow. Okay, I'll leave it with you. Thank you to Derek. You've got them both going full time at Clyde1.com. If you think you've got what it takes, like Derek, to come up with a question and ruin the pundits' evening, like Derek Sid, has done, go, go. full time at Clyde1.com. Go, Jeffers. The Fox in the Box, yeah. Francis Jeffers. That's brilliant, Tell me mate. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's brilliant. Played for Rangers, but played for your beloved as well, Gordon DL. I'm mm. sure you remember that fondly. Um, okay, we'll leave it there. Four down and six to get. Now, obviously, lots of the discussion so far on Douglas Park and Rangers, and we've been, we will, we'll continue to look ahead to a huge game in Glasgow at the weekend. But one of the other biggest stories, if you like, from the weekend, and it's one that's been bubbling away quite a bit, and one, to be honest, that we didn't get the chance to pay as much attention to last night as it potentially deserves for Scottish football's wider public. Gordon Diel, what is happening to Hearts? Um, I'm sure Robbie Nielsen will be asking the same They looked very comfortable indeed for third place All of a sudden Aberdeen are breathing down their necks St Mirren aren't too far away And they play St Mirren Who will fancy their chances Now, <clears throat> you can look back and say Can we find excuses? Yeah, he's had his fair share of injuries to To, um, you know, key players at key times And he's still got a big injury list But He's still got a big squad Full of quality players You look at Saturday against Kilmarnock With the lineup, um, You know the, 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 the personnel he's got At his disposal He's gone through a bad time And Hearts fans I thought the Hearts fans Actually loved Robin Hood Did uh, you? Yeah I give did you, I'll give you that impression I think, Where I have think, you been? I, th- I think Yeah okay I don't think the were, they were too pleased when he left Hearts But yeah, when he come back and oh, Feels I, like it's always been a bumpy ride Do you think so? Yeah, I th- absolutely. No, I I'll think, tell you what, let's bring in, let's bring I in Adam I think they f- found him again I think they mm, got round okay, him well, again I'll tell you what, Adam will tell us Adam's a Hearts fan on the line um, let's, let's just start there just to, to put him right Adam, it's always been a bit of a bumpy relationship Has it not? Uh, yeah, I think so I think first tenure in 2016 Obviously the fact that Hearts were eliminated En route to Hibs winning the Scottish Cup and ending that drought, um, I think that was perhaps the key factor for, for Robbie's first tenure and the, the hatred among some of the support, along with them leaving for MK Dons. I would no I'm no, you know, sort of stick towards the manager going down south, but when it's to a club like MK Dons, with all due respect to the third tier of English football, 
I think uh, I think we had higher ambitions for Robbie first time around. Right, that's the history lesson. What about right now? Where where are you at? How how concerned are you? Very. Um, I, I was there at Rugby Park on Saturday, and it was as poor a Hearts performance as as I can recall. I mean, that's now four defeats in five Scottish Premiership matches, five defeats in our last six in all competitions. With the only exception being a final victory over St Johnston at Tynecastle what a, a month ago. So, yeah, five away wins in the Scottish Premiership last season, and only three this. It's not exactly a new problem, but when the performances are as poor and it looks as routine for a side that are battling relegation as Kilmarnock are, that's when uh, that's when the concern is at its, at its peak for me. And with that, then to quickly go back to the history lesson, comes a lot of criticism for. The manager in particular. How how fair is that? Is is that is it over the top? Are we at that stage yet? How do you view the manager now? Oh, um, I, look, I've not been a Robbie fan any second spell so far. I've got to be honest, but there are some statistics that go in his favour at Tynecastle against non-old firm teams this season. We have been pretty consistent. We've picked up thirty-one points out of a potential thirty-three with ten wins. And the only draw being at home to Livingston uh, with Alaska, Josh Janelli equaliser. So there are things that do go in his favour, um, but the performances away from home certainly just have not been good enough. And for the most part, it seems like a Robbie Nielsen Hearts team is dependent on one player to provide the creativity. Previously, it was Barry McKay. It's not happened for him so far this season. And then Robert Snodgrass seems to take that mantle and in recent weeks has been... Poor. I mean, the young the young lad David Watson for Kilmarnock is half his age, and I thought he absolutely schooled him on Saturday. Simon, everybody wants to sort of voice their opinion, you know, like right now, and, and for things to be decisive and, and knee jerk. Is is that is that difficult when you're a so right now? Hearts sit in third. So if you're Robbie Nielsen, you're saying, well, let, with all due respect, you're not going higher than that. So. Yeah. If he, leads, if, he, if he can lead Hearts to third in the next couple of weeks Then no. you'd have to say job done However, yeah. as Adam quite rightly points out It is a wretched run of form And Aberdeen were supposed to be in crisis You'll yeah. remember it a few weeks ago We're talking Darville, we're talking El Sacchio All that sort of stuff yeah. Complete crisis club <clears throat> Who could conceivably, this weekend Go above Hearts And then you, you don't even want to think of the reaction Amongst the Hearts fans If Hibs were to to manage the same thing So Is is he on the Is, is he right in a, a Sort of Tightrope if you like Where it could quite conceivably Kick on and be a, a Successful season um, But it's also got the potential To go horribly wrong Yeah I think so But I think that's just The nature of it I think Hearts last season Got third place Quite comfortably They've been in National finals Of, of late Adam is more qualified Than me to talk about How Hearts perform He pays his Money to go and watch them week to week, uh, and they're on a you know they're on a sticky bit of form at the moment. Five or uh, four defeats out of five is not good at all. You have to give teams like Aberdeen credit. Uh, the job that Barry Robson's went and did up there uh, turned it round. He's got them back moving in the right direction, and it's just the way it is. You know, when you do not get results and you go on a bit of form like that, you, you do find yourself mm. open to criticism and under pressure. See where I think they've, they've lost that bit of uh, momentum is you ask any player, going back as well, 
Tynecastle was all they'll always say the same. Yeah. Tynecastle mm. was a very difficult Adam's place. Adam's saying that's still But that's what Adam's saying as well. But, but Celtic Rangers are finding it quite comfortable going there at the moment as yeah. well. I think I think looking at this fixture just now, it would probably be a gimme for me that Hearts would beat St Mirren at Tynecastle on Saturday. I've got a sneaky feeling St Mirren could go along there and upset. Oh, you mean like prior to the last couple of weeks you yeah. mean? Right. Uh I, I just think they've lost a bit of confidence. Um the fans as you say now Gordon are starting to turn against Robbie um, he has I'll, I'll give him his excuse he has got a very lengthy injury list to good quality players but he's got a very good squad and a big squad full of international players full of you know very good players that he should be, be getting more out of How much leeway does the injury list provide Adam or are fans sort of over that now? I think for the most part they're over that. I mean, Benny Beningham hasn't kicked the ball for us all season. Liam Boyce has been out for a good chunk and Hearts were picking up results. I think prior to, or sorry, after the World Cup break, they went to mid-February without defeat. So they were turning out these results, even despite Craig Gordon's injury, Craig Halkett, Toby Sibbett came in as being immense uh, for the most part. So I, I don't think, I, I feel as though it was kind of papering over cracks. We were sort of able to find like for like replacements in that time, but it's getting to the stage now where the style of play is just so predictable. It's passive, it's pedestrian, it's sideways. And I think you boys are right. I mean, if I was Stephen Robinson coming to Time Castle on Saturday, I'd be saying frustrate the crowd early doors and we're in with a chance here, despite St Mirren's woeful record at Time Castle. I suppose that Simon, because we you know things change so quickly. This won't bring comfort to any Hearts fan, Adam or anyone else If you had said at the start of the season You know, you'll make it to April And you, you you will be sitting there in third You'll have been there for most of the season yeah. Then you would have taken it But it, it's the sort of drop off It's the fact that to everybody It seemed like third was in the bag mm-hmm. So if you then lose it from that position It goes yeah, down it's, as It's momentum as well and, and form Remember we sat and spoke about Motherwell last year And everybody complained about Motherwell they were still in the top six at the time, but they, they were in a terrible run of form. Abert, uh, Hearts are in a terrible run of form just now, and teams are closing that gap. I'm looking at the 45 points are sitting on, Hibs are five points behind them. So it can go one of two ways, but I think, I'm, I'm with Gordon, I think Hearts are strong enough to get out of this little bit of bad form and, and kick on and, and secure third place. Uh, how worrying is the goalkeeping situation, Adam? We know Craig Gordon's story is under Clark has come in and done ever so well and now he is injured. We don't necessarily know how long for. Um, but is that an area that concerns you? Yeah, very much so. I don't think Ross Stewart is of a sufficient calibre to be Hart Midlothian's starting goalkeeper. Um, and then we're turning to young Harry Stone who seems to have a, a bright future ahead of him. But again, a big gamble given the current predicament both on and off the park so yeah that's a, that's a big concern even if the defence in front of any goalkeeper are conceding goals left right and centre as well Before you leave us then Crystal Ball is Robbie Nielsen going to get this right is it all going to end well? Something tells me that our split fixtures if they are as the way that they're predicted We'll have enough games at Pinecastle to get us over the line, but that's just papering over cracks as far as I'm concerned. Wow, but interesting times ahead. Thank you to Adam. You can also find Adam, by the way, on the Perth to Paisley podcast uh, if you want to delve into the heart situation uh, in a bit more <coughs> detail and certainly one to watch as we build up to the weekend. Don't get me wrong, I think everyone in this part of the footballing world knows um, their priority for 
uh, Saturday lunchtime. But there's St Mirren fans going through there, Gordon. They'll fancy that. Yeah, after after a good result, they're in a terrific place. You've got to say four points of Hearts. So could you if they can get a result, all of a sudden that group between mm. Hearts, Aberdeen, and St Mirren open for third place. I think. It's, it makes it quite exciting as well with that You know because last year as we said Hearts mm. comfortably mm. got third But now there's teams there that yeah. fancy their chances Thanks again to Adam I've just had a call off air if you like to the producer And it's probably the most interesting call of the night No offence to the people that have made it on uh, Willie has phoned back in <laughs> to, what, to finish his sentence He's finally remembered who he was trying to talk about <laughs> Who was it? So I don't, I don't know which bit of this went out on air But you two will remember that As he was scrambling around yeah. for the name And he couldn't he remember couldn't it That's where it all went name. a bit wrong It was Daniel Kandias There you go So you can all sleep You oh. can sleep well tonight Yeah I remember him um, Anyway and He reckoned he was what, Yeah Willie wants Willie wants Kandias on one side Murphy on the other And Greg Doherty through the middle through the on, middle. on yeah. uh, Saturday lunchtime. Uh, right, how are we faring on this teaser then? We're looking for the last 10 England one cap wonders. Is there a goalie? Who've also played in Scotland. <laughs> um, Kenny, hold on. Kenny has sent in. Kenny's given right. it a really good goal, you know. Uh, right. You two have got Sutton, Thompson, Barton, and Jeffers. Foster. No Ooh. Must have more than one England cap You would have to right. Imagine Let me check I've only got one Because Do you know what Gordon Deal always says There's a goalkeeper Goalkeeper yeah Always Oh he's must... got six England caps Is Fraser Forster There must be a goalie in there Why do you There will be Why do you say that Every week tend to just get one cap Do they Yeah if you get in your rubbish Out you go okay. No see you again uh, They're a goalkeeper in there yeah Right Maybe. Here's, here's my guess Could be totally wrong uh, the lad that came up from Liverpool right back Flan- Flanagan To Rangers yeah. Yes John Flanagan well done Good shoot I'm struggling now mate I'm really struggling So man I'm thinking he's halfway there <laughs> There is a goalkeeper yeah. I don't mind giving you that He played with Celtic didn't No he didn't No I didn't think so <laughs> That's it well, This is where you Oh I was going to say You've exhausted all of the Old Firm ones But there is one more Celtic on there then it gets tough You've that given me side easy side. so far That side of this side One more Celtic Oh You're looking at me? No not not necessarily your era no Just that I should get it No just because you played for Celtic There was no more in it than yeah, that Yeah I, I really think you should get it as well To be honest with you Steve Guppy Yes Oh, oh what a Where did I pull that from? Uh, other news today You can keep your calls coming on Douglas Park Or this weekend Or Hearts That's what we've, we've Discussed so far Duke Is the player of the month Aberdeen's Duke Wonder if it's he the best player Outside the top two In the league this season There's one for you to ponder For the next couple of minutes We'll be back next Number one For football In Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon Diel and Simon Donnelly Are here It's 0141 951 1025 and we are on Twitter as well at Clyde SSB. If you want to get in touch, please do. Uh, you're trying, these two are trying, I should say, to do the full time teaser tonight. And thanks again to Derek for sending it in. Who are the last 10 England one cap wonders who've played in Scotland? So you started off with the easy ones Chris Sutton, Alan Thompson, Joey Barton, Francis Jeffers, John Flanagan. And Steve Guppy <laughs> Now this is where it gets fun Because the remaining ones Did not play for Celtic or Rangers One's, one's a goalkeeper Guaranteed Okay I told you that already <laughs> <laughs> Must be Motherwell is it 
Again What have I said earlier To say that it must be Motherwell It must be Because I'm here I guarantee Oh there's a laugh there Francis Jeffers used to play for Motherwell But the goalkeeper Struggling You think I don't know how your mind works Unfortunately Give us a a club The fact that you're saying that Means you know who it is Because somebody's told you And now you're trying to pretend Oh oh, it must be Motherwell Now watch in the next two minutes As I name an ex-Motherwell keeper Who happens to be on this list I can see right through you Not at all So just tell me who it is I don't know you do No I don't You do I don't We're not going to have this argument People listen to the car We're like so now, school boys. So, so, now, so now he's going to deliberately Not give me the answer That somebody <laughs> texts him Just to try and prove me wrong I don't know But okay. I think it's motherwell Alright Right Okay Well I'll know now If you get it That, that you're at it So <laughs> Give, give us a clue I mean there's it's a There's goalkeeper. a good Aberdeen one in there A player it's, a, it's, a, it's just a great answer Because you know Maybe he wasn't up here for long he still played for Aberdeen. Aberdeen And then in terms of Oh do you know what Hold on though I think we've got a problem oh. Let me check This is wrong Because And by the way It's not It's not Derek's fault Derek probably Derek probably sent this question A week 10 days ago He's off the list Who just got their second England cap last week Madison James Madison I played with Aberdeen Yeah There you are So th- listen No Is blame attached to Derek yeah. about? It can easily happen He sent yeah. it in Just before Madison Got his second cap So there we go Yeah well I didn't say Madison Because of that nah, I'm sure Two So caps, there we go So it's one, one. It's, it's one fewer That you're looking right, for so It's even easier We need what Three Yeah we'll try and get them before the end of the show By the way this is a debate That I probably should have started Earlier than <laughs> One's a mother will go keep up. <laughs> yeah. I, I should have started this debate Earlier than 10 to 8 And do you know what I'll I'll, I'll remember this I'll write it down We'll do it again Because round about Award season time We usually try and Broaden our horizons And say you know Who's the who's the best player Outside of Glasgow's top two And who's the best player In the bottom six You know we try and give A bit of credit where it's due What did you make of Duke Being player of the month Mm-hmm. And to extend it just a bit further For a bit of fun For a nice debate Has he been the best player Outside the top two this season? Uh, he's certainly been Aberdeen's best player this season Of course he has um, He's made a big impact mm, I'm sure that We don't see the games Week in, week out Gordon for 90 minutes But I'll give you one And I can get shot down in flames Because I, I always go for goal scorers I think for, uh, Van Veen's return mm-hmm. For Motherwell's incredible yeah. Because And my argument is quite simply It was a team that not that long ago We were talking about could be relegated They're now looking up the way I think it's just a bit late for the top six But what's he got? 20 goals? In all competitions Pretty good Simon, I I know how hard it is to score So as much as people will come down Shoot me down flames Go well it doesn't work hard enough Doesn't do that His Mm. job's to score goals And he's certainly done that So I'll throw that one Mm. in there yeah. And it, I, th- I think it, when he tends to lead the line well, Mother will mm. play well mm. as well. So, yeah, I would go with those two as well. It's, it, I'm, I'm scratching I mean, don't, my don't head get to me think wrong. of because of like because of the last couple of weeks we just had Adam on a couple of weeks ago. You yeah. look at Warren Shanklin's got eighteen. Yeah, Shanklin. And then pre-injury Craig Gordon. Um, maybe then to maybe then to to spin it a different way and maybe annoy the Aberdeen fans. Is he one of the players in the league that you could maybe see getting a move? A big move You know Van Veen's Van Veen isn't going to get a big move He's no. he's, he's 31, 32 Something along those lines What age is Duke? We know Craig Gordon um, Duke's came here He's 23 He's already got 15 goals for Aberdeen this season Yeah 
Again And like I say ton- player, of, player of the month <clears throat> In a month that You know there, there were a lot of good performers In there as well And he, he When got you the mentioned nod. Big move are you, are you talking about Maybe in Scotland Because only a bigger club Probably in Aberdeen mm-hmm. Well Hearts you can say But I don't think You would leave Aberdeen And go to Hearts It could be Celtic or Rangers Are you talking down that Those sort of lines I have no idea I mean obviously England Would be an option I don't yeah, know to, to what point Just think you know 23 mm-hmm. With the sort of schooling Came from Benfica Youth Academy Comes over here In his first season For a team that haven't Been brilliant all season And goes and racks up 15 goals From a wide A mm-hmm. wide position Yeah P- Bags of potential Strong Skillful Good age quick, I would Quick yeah, I would certainly be trying to knock out the, you know, going going to ground very easy. I think he does that too easy for me. I think if there's a negative, that's it for me. But I think he's got bags of talent. I think he's got in the modern day game, which frightens defenders, is bags of pace and strength, and he knows where the back end and is. He's, he's, he's got a little against, bit of form. He's goal against since Dundee Barry took over. He's goal against his goals. He's, to be fair, he's been no, he's been fairly consistent. consistent. I think if you look, I mean, there was. A couple, yeah. October was a particularly good month for him, yeah. um, and in March there he got the, the double against Hearts, which was the big game, and, and scored in the the previous game against Dundee United as well. That goal um, against Dundee United was it was fantastic, unbelievable, goal. wasn't yeah, it? Great bit skill. St. Johnson game, he got both in a two 0 victory as well. Just feels like he's been a real contributor. I, th- and I know the Aberdeen fans absolutely love him. Yeah, what I th- what I will say is I think um, obviously he'll be attracting attention. Um, because of the form he's in So he can keep it up It may be just a case of Someone doesn't fancy him To take a chance this season If he starts off next year At the same pace And the same ability And probably grown into the league as well Probably getting better Then he'll have a lot of admirers There's no doubt of that mm, Miofsky magic I wonder who that tweeter support says Duke's miles better than Shankland uh, Or Van Veen um, I'm, not in the, I'm never in the business So I'm going to contradict myself here I don't People are so desperate to take penalties away from penalty takers. Like mm. you still need to score them. You mm. still need to be then the best penalty taker at your club, and you still need to do it. But obviously, Van Veen and Shankland have that as part of their goals total. When when Duke doesn't, they're both number nines, and Duke isn't. So it does feel like the goal contribution is is quite impressive. Yeah, but I I'm not, I think no disrespect. I think Duke plays in a in a better team just now than well not than Shankland. Though. Yeah, and obviously Shank. I think Shankland's a very good player. Um, but I go for someone that, at that time, when the centre forward was needed because they were in a relegation battle, Van Veen certainly stood up to the mark. Good month though for Aberdeen. It just shows you the the progress manager of the month and yeah. player of the month double. Yep, Barry so, Robson. Well, Barry did, but you know, Terrific. he deserves it for the job that he's doing just now. You know, he's went in there. They were at a, they were at low place of after gym, and you see the, you can still see the pictures of Jim walking across Easter Road. You can still go back to that Monday night at Darville when Aberdeen fans couldn't believe what was going on. But Barry Robson's went in there, and all credit to him, he's got results, and uh, he must be a firm favourite just now. Maybe if he ends the season, he's been around. He's been around the club, so he's yeah. maybe a popular. Obviously, is a popular figure, but. You know, he's got them on track Four out of four Yeah, and it's a bit early To properly preview the weekend But you're talking about A Kilmarnock team who As Willie Quite rightly mentioned In his mazy run earlier on Kilmarnock are having to go And train in grass To boost their away chances So they head up to Pataudry uh, This weekend But there is plenty of time 
to look forward to that Simon this will be the last time we speak to you this week so yep. all eyes on Celtic <clears throat> Park half past yes. 12 Saturday what are your final thoughts yeah, I'm looking forward to it uh, big game incentive as we started the show for both I think Celtic will be too strong mm-hmm. I think they will I think they came back after an international break the rhythm wasn't there that they'd left before you know <coughs> uh, battering hearts through at Tynecastle getting a difficult one over the line against Hibs at Celtic Park I didn't feel the rhythm was really there at Dingwall cut the players back I think they'll be in a strong position Celtic are nine points clear but they've had that nine point gap for ages so yeah. if you go back when they went nine points clear so early, yeah. it was that everybody was talking about you know it's it's done it's done it's done mm-hmm. it's done, and Celtic fans are feeling really dominant ab- about things. Does that make it even more important f- from their perspective to to make sure it, it, it doesn't yeah. go wrong? Because let's be honest, yes. although although the season's gone this way, if it were to go to six, I'm saying like Hugh Evans here, right? I, I yeah. do I do appreciate that. If it were to go at six points at this stage in the season, you'd, you'd have to consider that close. Yep. But it doesn't feel close If that makes sense So they'll be They'll be desperate to but Prove they, their dominance And Rangers will be desperate To try and salvage something sport, Nothing's guaranteed in sport And if Rangers If I was in the Rangers camp Going there You have to win As Gordon said it's, They have to win If it was reduced to six Then The mentality comes into it as well With Celtic Definitely And it would be a real Shot in the arm for Rangers You know And the momentum then Would possibly turn mm. But I just I don't see it happening. Yeah, I'm so sure. you look at the run they've been yeah. on. We're mentioning record points total, so I do totally take all that on board. It was just a just a thought. Uh, right before we leave you, how are you doing on this teaser? What have you got? Three more to get. England one cap wonders have played in Scotland. Yeah. Sutton, Thompson, Barton, Jeffers, Flanagan, Guppy, uh, and James Madison was one, but he's actually not anymore because he just got his second cap. So you've only got a couple more to get. Need I think clues. we'll need a few clues. Yeah, need clues. I told you, Come Motherwell on. goalkeeper. Oh. What do you want? Plays for Birmingham currently Just racked up his 500th John Ruddy I think the other night John Ruddy Well done Well done I didn't know that actually oh. <laughs> Behave Quickly uh, Came for crew. Two clubs Is it only one more now? Oh two more there is, Sorry oh, I've, 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 led you, I've led you down a path There's There is one, one more Rangers one, more. one No there's another Rangers one Fullback Paid good money Oh Michael Ball Shares his name with a famous Michael Ball Michael Ball And finally really tough I knew you, you two don't have this in your locker Quite frankly Stephen Cocker Ah f- Whoever takes you that is at it <laughs> Stephen Cocker <laughs> Roger thanks for listening 01419511025 for tomorrow Write it down We're getting even closer to a huge weekend Thank you Simon Thank you to Gordon And the biggest thanks always goes to you for listening Marvin Bartley League One Manager of the Month No less joins us Um Alongside the only guy that he didn't beat this month in Jim Duffy. What a partnership. So they'll be here tomorrow and Cassie is up next.